this is going to be no spoilers barely talk about anything not allowed Rob Thomas told me off so you, this is going to be fun well I saw you on the hardcore yesterday got. did you have a fun time just walking around I did yeah I, uh, so it's been a little it was a ritual that me and Malcolm do every year we the night before we walk the convention floor and do some shopping and have a walk yeah. you were at the DC booth with uh, Robert we popped by yeah, yeah because I work for I kind of do uh, games corresponding for yeah. uh, DC All Access so I just stopped by to say hi but yeah it was great and Saw some stuff and stopped by Funko and gave them some hassle about why we haven't got figures yet. So yeah, I need, I need a Ravi. Exactly. I have, I have so. enough lives. I have four of them. There's four. I know. Do you know what I mean? It's not even like this an alt. She's got four and we have none. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, no, we're, 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 don't worry. My friend freaked out and like, just shook me when you pass by and I'm like, oh yeah, that's you. Oh, sweet. <laughs> like, oh, it's just him. <laughs> um, so what are you nerding out over this weekend? Um, Rick and Morty, I guess, if there's any Rick and Morty tidbits I'm looking for. Um, I am very interested, like my, my film of the year isn't The Last Jedi, which surprised everyone. I, it's actually Blade Runner uh, 2049. Uh, Blade Runner is one of my favorite films, uh, so I know there's like a, an experience here or they're yeah, doing somewhere. something. Yeah, so, and that's the big one. I'm, there was a film I could have done this year that I wanted to be in, it would have been 24. Even over the last, I don't know. Maybe cut that bit. I might regret saying that later because then I'll be like, "Why'd you say that? You love Star Wars." But yeah, twenty forty nine. You say as you're wearing a Leia shirt. I know, I know. It's good, yeah. I know you can't talk about it, but and I'm not gonna. No, I know. Um, but do you like? But do you like being informed about what's coming, or do you like to kind of play it not knowing and learn as you go? It depends. I mean, like, I trust. I trust the showrunners, I trust the writers, because there's certain information where preparation and time is handy, and there's other information where knowing too much can start informing your choices now when you shouldn't, so you end up showing your hand. So I trust them to tell us what we need to know when we need to know it. Uh, ideally, um, just the way I operate, I like to know some bits and I like to still be surprised because I'm about to commit seven, eight months of my life up in Canada. I like some surprises. I still want to be excited when I open the PDF file and it's the script. So some some actors choose to know every detail from start to I'm not I like a little bit here or there, just whet my appetite and then I'm good. What's been uh, the most surprising plot twist for you over the first I wanna say I want to say it's the vaccine scratch. It was actually the love triangle. Um, I was surprised by what happened to all the characters, the choices that were made, the direction it went, and what it did for Ravi and Peyton's relationship. That kind of that took a while to get my head round uh, and to kind of make peace with it and understand it and understand Ravi's choices. Like why you. Why have you done the things you've done? What, what is this? Where does this stem from? And I have to, like, my job is to make sense of that. Uh, why would you make out with the woman you're in love with when you know there's another woman in the other room? So there was a few things I was trying to, how do I, how do I figure this out? How do I make this look right and not just, like, a, we're just following direction. So that was a big kind of surprise and challenge. It's interesting that with a zombie it's a very human kind of problem. Yeah. Well, because I think Ravi's probably one of the most human characters on the show. Uh, 
I don't really. I mean, the cure can be substituted for anything. It's hope, right? And I mean, if you want to make it literally the cure, I mean, there's so many things that we're trying to do for humanity, whether it be cure disease, cure the planet, you know what I mean? So that all goes within the realm of the possible. But yeah, for me, it's it's the human right. It's understanding human choice. That's always what um, takes time. Right? It's easy to act scared in front of a zombie or think that the world's ending. You can do those extremes. How about just little subtle things? Like, why would you blurt out, I love you, in a fight in the morgue? How do I make that work? Those are the tricky little, little things. So why are you so against doing musical? Honestly, I think they suck. Really? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I love karaoke. It's funny thing, like, so people who follow me on social media go, look, you're always singing, you're dancing, you seem full of life. Cool, but this is a show. It's a zombie show. And I know we can eat brains and do it, but it's an old, I don't think it breaks any new ground. You just join another group of shows that go. I was talking about how good you were. You're absolutely right. Um, but it, that's not, like when Buffy did it, that was good. That was fresh. I mean, it's been what, 10, 15, 20, 20 years? 20 years since? Why Why join that race? Why not? Let's do something completely different. Like maybe, maybe Liv goes to the supermarket and her hand pulls her through like the AHA video and now we're an animated episode. I'm just saying, but like, do you know what I mean? Why does it have to be musical? And David sings every freaking episode anyway, so we do that anyway, it's fine.